Welcome back to the Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. Right now, we're working our way through this great letter that we know is the letter to the Galatians that Paul wrote to this church who is struggling to stay true to the gospel, to cling to Christ and Him alone. We're just at the beginning of the letter. We're going to look, we're going to begin looking really at verses 6 through 10 this morning. So let me pray for us and then we will read those verses and I'll offer a few comments. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have seen fit to make your gospel clear and abundantly so. We thank you that you have sent your son to die that we might have life. We thank you that we are saved by grace through faith in Christ. And that we are not justified by our works, for surely we would stand unjustified forever if it was dependent on us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for giving your spirit to work faith in us. Would you give him now that we might understand your word? We ask this in Christ's most precious name. Amen. Paul writes, beginning in verse 6 of chapter 1, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. Well, we have this incredible passage and we are beginning to get in this passage to the heart of what the issue was in Galatia and why it is that Paul is writing to them and why it is that he's writing to them the way that he's writing to them. He's astonished at them. He's surprised by them. He he doesn't understand what's going on. And what we see is that his astonishment comes from their quickly deserting him who called them in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. So they're, they're leaving behind the teaching that Paul had announced on which that church had been founded. The teaching of justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. They were deserting that. It says that they were quickly deserting that, and we don't know exactly how long it was since Paul, between when Paul visited and established this church and when they began deserting it, quickly makes it seem like it might have been a short period of time. And But the point here isn't how long it took them to get to this point. The point is that they got to this point. It's a reminder to us that, that no church, no matter how well-founded, They were founded on the preaching of the gospel by Paul, by this apostle sent directly by Jesus to the Gentiles. It's a reminder that that no church, no matter how well-founded, in and of itself stands immune to heresy, stands immune to outside influences beginning to shape the gospel. It's a reminder that, that no single Christian stands immune to that reality. We all 
must keep watch on our faith. We all must keep watch on our doctrine, lest we find ourselves, like the Galatians, deserting him who called us in the grace of Christ, deserting this gospel by which we say we have standing before God. And Paul says they're turning to a different gospel. Now, that's an interesting phrase. He's He's not saying, and this is important, that they're turning to rank heresy, that they've utterly forgotten who Jesus is. He's going to go on to say that there's not actually another gospel, verse 7. You're turning to a different gospel, not that there is another one. He's just recognizing the similarities between what it is that they're now believing and what it was that Paul had taught them. It's different. It's, it's kind of the opposite of, of Romeo's whole arose by any other name. <laughs> no, th- this actually is something different. He's using the same name, but it is something different. It's not a gospel anymore. He says there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. This, again, is an important point. It wasn't that they had turned, like the Israelites so often did, from worshiping Yahweh to pagan idolatry. It wasn't that the Galatians had turned completely from Jesus to Zeus or to worshiping the Roman emperor or or to whatever cult or, or pagan deity they found. That wasn't what was going on. Rather, it's much more subtle. It's a distortion of this true gospel of Jesus Christ. This should cause us to to stop and consider this fact that turning from Jesus doesn't necessarily look like turning to clear and obvious rank sin. It, it does, turning from Jesus and, 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 and messing up the gospel doesn't necessarily look like saying, oh, well, now we're going to be Buddhists. Or, oh, now we're going to start practicing, you know, uh, ad- adultery. Or now we're going to turn to addiction for comfort. Or, or, or now we're going to be Muslims. Or, or now we're going to go off into this vile lifestyle. That's not what Paul's dealing with here. Paul is dealing with something much more subtle than that. But he says it's it's a different gospel. In other words, it's not something that can save us. It's not something on which the Galatians can stand confidently with hope before God. It's not a a completely different thing in that it's unrecognizable. But it is a completely different thing in that the distortion that they have added, the distortion that has been, you know, forced on the gospel has made it no longer life-giving. Back a long time ago, a guy named J. Gresham Machen wrote a book called Christianity and Liberalism. 
And the, the point of this book, he was talking about theological liberalism, the denial of things like the, the resurrection, uh, the denial of things like the deity of Christ and miracles and the virgin birth. He, he was talking about those things, the, 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 what we call theological liberalism or, or unorthodox theology. That's what he had in view. And, and the basic premise of the book, it's a fantastic book. You should check it out and read it. The basic premise of the book was that this thing that he called liberalism, that people in the day, some called it modernism, there, there were different names for it. The basic premise was, even though y'all are using all of the same language, you're talking about something that is fundamentally different than biblical Christianity. Because you're adding things to the gospel. You're using the same words, but you're making them mean something else. Everything had gotten distorted. That's what has happened in Paul's day in Galatia. And that's what happens so frequently in our day. When we begin to attach particular political views to the gospel or particular social practices to the gospel, and we begin to say things like, I don't know how you can be a Christian and dot, dot, dot. And, and what goes in, in that ellipsis, what goes in the dot, dot, dot is anything other than Look to Jesus Christ for your justification by faith. We add, I don't know how you can be a Christian and vote that way. I don't know how you can be a Christian and do that. I don't know how you can be a Christian and think this. I don't know how you can be a Christian and blah, blah, blah. And what we're doing there is we're not utterly denying the gospel, but we are distorting it. We are doing what was happening in the Galatian church, adding works to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what we're going to find out as we go through the book of Galatians is that type of distortion of the gospel completely undoes the gospel. It, it, it makes it utterly ineffective. Because if it's by works at all, Paul's going to tell us when we get into chapter 3, then it's not by promise. It's not by faith alone. And this is what the Galatians were doing. And this is why he says that they have deserted, they've abandoned, they've turned from the one who called them in the grace of Christ. Because when we add a single work to it, it's no longer gracious. And it doesn't matter what that work is. So might we learn to, to search and, and look and make sure that it is the gospel, that this pure gospel, this announcement of the finished work of Jesus Christ, and that alone, that we are finding our hope in. Amen.